0: This time on Matters,
1: beef heart. This is a zodiac.
0: New York's all right. I feel like saxophones.
1: All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. 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 His name is
2: Matt. His
1: name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table is my good friend and best friend matt rose how you doing Matty?
0: which one is it
1: it's my good best friend (laughs) you're my good best friend my bad best friend it's macaulay culkin in the in the movie the good son
0: (laughs) oh i thought you were gonna say the party monster but okay the
1: party monster uh my girl that movie with anna klumski where he dies from bee stings that's correct Uh, I didn't know Anna Klumski was on Veep. Uh, Speaking of beasting. Speaking of beasting (laughs) off the Riesling. uh, Joining us for the first time in over two and a half years, ladies and gentlemen, you may know him from being one of the best teachers at the Go Comedy Improv Academy. You may know him from his many appearances in the All-Star Showdown and as one of the founding members of the Seminole detroit area improv team human amusements it is a pleasure to have him back on the show after a long hiatus chris peterson oh thank you thank you so much
0: chris thank you. i'm
2: the
1: only one who's gonna clap chris
2: chris <laughs>
3: chris chris please, oh, damn. please how are you my friend i'm good how are you how are I'm you guys all.
1: we're well yeah you doing all right maddie <laughs> sure <laughs> Beefheart, let's talk about it <laughs> yep <laughs> i don't think there's any other way to get into captain Beefheart. uh so what so this was Jesus. this
3: came out of you so going was, to record store day
1: so record store day just happened it was last saturday right it was april 13th and 13th 14th whatever mm-hmm. 14th and i have talked on the show at length about getting a record player Right. I have now procured the record player, and it is being delivered. So I guess I haven't fully procured it yet. It's but on its way. The purchase has You've been made. Purchased it. Mm-hmm. It's on its way. I'm very excited, and it lined up perfectly with record store day. Yep. So I was like, I'm going to go get it, and now I'm going to get some of the releases. I didn't really care too much about most of the releases this year. Okay. I did end up getting uh, the Weezer Rare Nuggets. Because I was interested in it. And then there was a wax tracks um oh. documentary that came out. So it was the soundtrack to that documentary, which had a ton of unreleased wax track stuff. Okay. Which I was like, that's my industrial past. Sure. Because I made this is this bears explanation. It I does. Ma- I made a lot of rules for purchasing records. <laughs> okay. Because I could just... You could go nuts. Go off the rails. Right. So I gave myself a budget, number one. Okay. Number two was don't buy things that you already have on CD.
0: Okay. Okay. Sure.
1: That was one of them. Right. If I find that if this record player comes and I fall in love with vinyl, mm-hmm. which could happen. Probably well might happen, yeah. Which could happen. But if I find myself falling in love with the format, wanting to wanting to buy more records, sure, down the line, let's get some of those classic albums that I have on CD. Right. That I haven't, I don't even have a CD player. Like, let's get them Mm -hmm. at that point. Sure. But I was like, not now. Sure. Don't buy anything that you have on CD. Right. Number two, don't buy a record because you think you're gonna flip it. You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. yeah no, don't no.
0: don't buy a record as an investment, right? Right. right like, right. well, you know, if, if this might else, be worth something. Else. If someone yeah, gave yeah. you butcher block like sealed, of
2: course, take it. Of but, course. Uh, yeah.
0: Aside from that, of course. But it
1: was like, don't buy it if you're not gonna listen to it. Sure. I already have enough records that are sealed that I've not opened from back in the day mm-hmm. that I've never sold. Could have sold them. At any point, Chris, Yeah. at any point, never yeah. sold them. So right. it's like, don't do that. And then um, number three was like, don't take too many risks at this point. Get stuff you're interested in listening right. to. Right. So I was like, okay, perfect. And one of the releases for Record Store Day was Third Man Pressed, Captain Beefheart's <laughs> Trout Mask Replica. Right. And this is an album I have heard about. Yeah. Nearly probably your entire every music. year yeah. for like the last 5 years. Right. Jesus. There, there is somebody who brings up our YouTube clip. Yeah. that comes up and talks about Captain Beefheart. Yeah. And truly for me it started with that Mark Marin. Yes. Uh that Mark Marin comedy Routine, routine, Jesus. That sounds so... <laughs> he's in the Catskills. <laughs> it <doing that>. sounds, <laughs> right. yeah. sounds so hypocritical <laughs> when you talk about Mark Maron, but like... But that bit. That Mark bit. Maron has a full three to five minutes on Captain Beefheart yeah. and him getting back into vinyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he he's just like... He, I, well, I The whole I, thing's... Oh, you're going to play it? Well, right? yeah, let me just play it because it just makes more sense to hear him be himself so and i'll i'll throw this
3: in here so i like captain beefheart i like that album uh i don't listen to it all the time because it's it's a little uphill
0: it's a it's a challenging listen. Yeah. but boy, the the 10 seconds we played before this yeah not for you. I w- I would burn myself alive before or not for you that's I way yeah, before yes, I learn yes. to listen to more of that. Yeah.
3: I no, I like it, but you know, I just have to be in the right frame of mind. And the thing is also with that it's a I think it's a double album. Oh yeah, so it's a lot. It's yeah.
0: substantial. Is it yeah. is it all like
3: the so clip we'll play we we'll play a little you don't bit you have to be... listen to it. You don't like it. No, no, no.
0: no. <laughs> we'll play I mean, a little. I don't know what to tell you. Man. We'll I play mean, a little. Like but uh, yes, but here's uh,
3: This
1: is this was kind of my introduction. This sums it up.
4: I've got to understand beef heart. Now, like, okay, some of you are going to get this shit. Other, I don't, you know, Captain Beefheart has been hanging over me. Like this weird, you know, cryptic, you know, like I can't, even, I'm not even, I will never be smart enough or large enough of mind to, to assess and understand Captain Beefheart. So, yes, that is exactly how I feel
1: about Captain Beefheart. So, I, can I uh, jump in? Yes. This is where we were talking about it. Uh
3: so you and I were about to do a show at yes. Go Comedy. We were backstage. We were in the green room. Um and we were we were basically being introduced at that point of time. And you and you said, I'm not smart enough for this. And I jumped and that was the thing I jumped on because I was like, it's not about being smart. It's you know, it was sort of the things that, I, that I was like, come on, we gotta go on stage. <laughs> and I was so worried that I sounded like a dick when I said that, because if someone doesn't like it, fine. But I, I I you know, it, it isn't a question of, of being smart enough or anything like
1: that. I appreciate that. I I think with something like that, which yeah. we'll play in just a few seconds, it is always presented as something people
3: get. Yeah, that's unfortunate, I think. Like like you have to be at some rarefied plane or something like that. Right. I don't and I don't I, think that's the case.
0: I for for a long time. I thought that the stuff that I listened to was like that, right? Like w- whenever you don't listen to top 40, you listen to something that is not that. You think that you are higher than yeah. the people who do listen to top 40. Yeah. And, and I have I have since come very far down from that and it's like you like what you like. Yeah. And I I think that like you were saying it's kind of unfortunate when you come across as oh well you have to be smart enough to listen to this that's 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 not it yeah it's yeah, deadly it's yeah. it's just this is what I like and I like talking to people who also like this thing right and the people that are listening to us talk about this that don't get it you know I hope that that's not how we come across. Because when I'm when I'm talking to like one of my students at Judo uh, is in a hardcore band and we will talk about hardcore sometimes and the people who don't listen to punk and hardcore have no clue what we're talking about. Like he just saw the Crow Mags uh this oh, past shit. weekend and they covered two Bad Brains songs. Awesome. And someone was like, Hey, who are the cro mags? Who are bad brains? And it was like uh we'll tell you later
1: (laughs) well i thought of you so uh, i thought of matt when i was at the record store because they just released for the first time on vinyl in like 30 years black dot by the bad brains which was wow which was like them in the kitchen and all throughout this house recording their first album okay um before band in dc Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and um i didn't pick it up because i didn't it wasn't in the budget I was yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> rule 1 rule 2 yeah, yeah rule yeah. 1 rule 2 <laughs> yeah. uh, but i did I, I did see trout mask replica at the store yeah and there was a big part of me that was just like but just get it <laughs> i got to figure out beef heart <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: there was a huge part of me that was like i'll see if i can land on it cuz he talks about in this uh in this routine that I'm just gonna stick with routine. Um, <laughs> that he planned to get his girlfriend breakfast at this specific place, so he could stop at the record store while they were making breakfast.
0: Oh jeez, yeah.
1: And I'm trying to fast forward through most of it, so I don't play his whole whole thing. But let's Be- see the if- whole being shitty to his girlfriend basically <laughs> before that, yeah.
4: Think, if you didn't fucking do that, and you know, just keep pushing until she cried. Yeah, there he is. Uh, there he is. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't really know if someone loves me if I can't make them cry. so. <laughs> isn't that the test for all of us, really? If you're with somebody and you don't know if you can make them cry, I'd really go deeper. I think he's better these days. Wouldn't trust I think he's a lot better yeah. these days. But I made a different choice that morning. I went with, hey, baby... Uh, you feel shitty? Look, uh, you want me to go get your breakfast burrito? So that was, that was how I treated it. But I knew that the record store was right next to the breakfast burrito place. All right? So I go to Atwater Village, and I go to the burrito place. I go up, there's a Latino guy there, which I expected. I'm, I'm not racist, but I was like, oh, yeah, of course you're here. So I order the burrito from him, and then I go three doors down to the record store. And I must have. Was, I was almost in, like, a panic. You know, I, I just walk into this record store. It was only open for like 10 minutes. I just barge in. I'm like, Beefheart. Yeah, of course the heart? And the guy in there, it was almost as if he was expecting me. He's like, yep. <laughs> I love
3: that bit so much. And
1: having worked at a record store. Yeah, yeah. There are moments like that. Yes, there are. Yes, where there are. there's certain touchstone bands, where it's yeah. like explosions in the sky. Yep, come yeah. follow me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> follow me. I just heard this thing, and I don't, yeah, okay. Cigarose. Yeah, we'll get yeah. you set up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, don't worry, we got it. Don't pick up the first record. It's, it's not a, as good. It's a little <laughs> grandiose to
3: say it's like being an EMT, but it's it is sort of like the I'm on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, we got what you need. Yep, stained. Okay, why? Yeah. All right, so here is a little bit uh, of Trout Mask Replica by Captain Beefheart. This song is called frownland. frownland.
2: My smile is stuck. I cannot go back to your
3: frownland made up of the ocean and the sky and the sun and the moon
2: and
0: all my eye can see okay <laughs> i love it it sounds like <laughs> there's five it. songs going on at once yes and that's exactly
3: what i love about it i truly <laughs> do it's like the 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 tempo changes at will Oh yeah! The time signatures are all over the place. Yeah, it's it's multiple keys going
1: on, and,
0: and none of them were in the same room at the same time recording that.
1: The sad part is they were all in the same room. <laughs> oh no! And it took them forever to get this r- right. Yeah, there are a lot of legends ar-
3: around this, uh, and it's hard to separate out. But either the, Captain so Beefheart like this- dictated everything, or. Not much and they So, also like the ambushed.
0: the Stealing Dan making um Asia. Well, like yeah, which I making, bought I bought a used ooh, copy of
1: Asia on, on vinyl on vinyl oh, nice. for eighteen dollars. Nice which I felt was a steal. Yeah, nice. <laughs> no, believe you me, a new vinyl is like 30 bucks. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. fucking expensive. I yeah. was like, oh, well, this might be cost prohibitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um yeah, I saw it and I was like, yoing. Yeah. The queer vocal. <laughs> sort of the <laughs> antithesis
2: of
3: Captain in Right. Way. But yeah, I mean, sort of the same thing. And there's a lot of myth making
1: around <laughs> it, you know, <laughs> generated by the good I Captain. think so. that's what drags me in because I heard yeah. the Mark Marin thing. Yeah. That he's had it hanging over his head. And then probably a couple years ago, there was a um, YouTube show that dissected it okay. and started to talk about like, how music scholars look at it and they're like, either they're the worst musicians who've ever been or they're geniuses. Well, the,
3: the individual players on it have gone on to do other things and have, have definitely demonstrated that they're very capable musicians. It's more the question of who, who takes authorship of, of all of this and some of it may be very chaotic and random and
0: uh, Well right and i mean it's it's the same with a film right you can have a really good editor you can have a really good director of photography you can have a good director and a script writer but if none of those things are working in concert you have a terrible film or a great accident or a great yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i'm i'm sorry yeah. i'm not i'm not trying to shit on what you no, like no i know i know you're right but not, i'm just but... i'm just saying that like sometimes it, it, it there's a perfect storm, right? Yeah. Where the yeah. things shouldn't work and they do or the things should work and they don't. Right. And
1: I think what this album was trying to do in a way was to say, fuck music. Probably a bit <laughs> of that. Probably a bit of that, yeah. And I also, uh,
3: and I don't know how, I, I won't pretend to be an expert on this by any stretch, but uh, I know The Good Captain came out of... Like honest to goodness blues, like, like non sanitized blues records and things like that. And I have a, I, you can sort of hear a
1: glimmers of it. Well, a there's like bit. almost like spoken word yeah. tracks on here that are yeah. kind of bluesish, But then he pulls out his saxophone. And then it's Ornette Coleman or something like that. And uh, I think I might be able to find some saxophone. Well, there's that. Uh, Well, I have this live thing, and this is him playing the saxophone. Yeah, so this is the band live in Detroit in
4: 1972.
1: So when I heard him play the saxophone, I responded to Chris, this sounds New York's all right if you like saxophones. And Chris hasn't heard this. I, so didn't, I didn't know this reference. Uh, this, is, I've heard, this is another one where I've, I've heard of this show, but I haven't
3: actually, actually watched the clip.
1: Okay, so we're just going to play the song because they play it on Saturday Night Live. But Fear wrote a song called New York's Alright, if you like saxophones. And here's the song. Me that cracks me up.
3: Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so it doesn't crack me up. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I just like it, pure and
1: simple. I like
0: it. Be- I, I, I'm not. You know, I'm. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. I think that fear had a good sense of humor. I like it because it's it's because taking the piss out of now.
1: It's not taking the piss out of beef heart, right? But it's taking the piss out of like that type of thing the the conversation we were having earlier where like you think it's an elevated school right. of music. Right. Mm-hmm. And here's fear being like, yeah, it's all right if you like this bullshit. <laughs> 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 well and uh so I uh, part of the reason why
3: I think I probably gravitate towards it a little bit more than than other stuff. So well, I don't know how to put it. Uh, so my parents are jazz heads.
5: Ah, mm-hmm. so that
3: was the music that was in that was playing in in the house when I was a kid, and I didn't I didn't get into it when I was a kid by any stretch. I didn't get into that maybe till later, till I was an adult. But that was, uh, yeah, that was the music in the house mm. when I was growing up.
0: Music, my my parents' relationship with music can be summed up in one Marge Simpson's quote. Music is none of my business. (laughs) (laughs) Did they not listen to anything? No. Wow. My dad listened to WJR on the way to and from work. And my mom um, was... When she wasn't, like, raising her kids, she... Put in earplugs and just didn't listen to any sound. She didn't... I mean, well, she shit for a, a large portion of my childhood she was getting her master's degree so she was studying and stuff sure. she just was never like she liked music but she was never a person who sought music out she didn't have favorites so i can remember when i was a kid and we would be driving from shelby township to rochester which is maybe 10 minutes um and we would be listening to the radio and michael jackson would come on she liked like michael jackson if stray cats came on she'd like stray cats but she wasn't the person who was like oh i'm going to go out and buy that or i'm going to get to know right. what the lyrics are right it was just she'd get to know the chorus and that was good enough for her <laughs> yep yeah and so it you know my my brother likes music but I, I you know i don't think that he has a huge music collection my sister likes some stuff and we'll look for recommendations from people who like stuff that she likes but well no i think my sister i think my sister likes music a lot more than than my parents did yeah. you know i mean my dad would talk about music that he listened to when he was in high school or well, like maybe when he was in the navy but It was stuff that I had no clue. Like, who the fuck's Pat Boone, Dad? (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, and... And and your dad's a... We've talked about
1: him at length on this show. Bob Rose, yeah. A little bit more straight-laced.
0: My dad is a very straight-laced gentleman. That's why I said Pat Boone. Right. And not Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash? No way. Too ribald. (laughs) What was the music growing up in your house? Oh, you had
2: tons I, of music. I grew up
1: with tons of music. Yeah, From so folks. Or? Yeah, my okay. well, my dad. If you talk to him for five minutes, will tell you that he wanted to be a DJ. Okay. So he, he also
0: ke- wanted to be a blues musician. That's why he bought a harmonica.
1: Yes. He he. How can I say this? My dad was essentially an orphan. Okay. His parents kind of checked out. Sure. So he was raised by the neighborhood? Okay. And he he was raised by a lot of black guys. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of black guys in the neighborhood and they called him Speedy yeah. and he delivered the newspaper and he just hung around and he listened to what they were listening to. Yeah. So he listened to a lot of blues, right, and a lot of jazz, right,
0: and soul and stuff.
1: And like then that. and
0: not not
1: as much soul because he liked doo-wop yeah he liked vocal harmonies um he wasn't like a 70s rocker right like well, he when was your dad born my dad is 76 so he's born like 40 something okay 42 maybe? yeah i don't know but uh yeah so he was never he can't be that old anyway he's in a 70s yeah i
0: thought i thought he was younger than my parents yeah
1: he's like maybe 74 yeah, because
0: yeah, my parents... My mom was born in 42 and my dad was born in 38, so... Yeah. But
1: he he always gravitated, gravitated a lot more towards blues and mm-hmm. jazz over soul. He never was like, James Brown is bad. He loved James Brown.
0: Yeah. But he wouldn't... He would have a
1: little Walter record.
0: Well, he liked he yeah, yeah he yeah, would yeah. he would listen to Little Walter over Marvin Gaye, but Correct. That's not to say that he did not appreciate Marvin Gaye exactly.
1: Right, but uh, he would go from that to, um, Herbie Mann at the Village Gate. Oh yeah yeah. To Mose Allison. Okay. To like that's uh, Johnny that's Lytle. A- um so like those were the type of things that I was growing I up. I was gonna with. say so that was playing in the house when you were a that kid. That was playing in the oh, house awesome. when I was a kid and nice. his father was way into um Dixieland. Okay. Mm. So a lot of Big Spiderback, mm-hmm. a lot of that type of yep. you know, Dixieland jazz. Not right. per se, you know, my dad was never, ever, ever into like kind of blue or right right giant steps wasn't something that was right. in rotation right so that would be coltrane and that would be miles davis um but ju- in the inverse but like he he was much more like he had some coltrane he had a little bit but like he he also had a lot of 45s of kind of like one-off hits Mm-hmm. like yeah like uh, uh like soul one of hits. well like he he would play like these he liked skiffle music yeah oh okay so yeah, S- yeah. skiffle was a style of music that he had some 45s for yeah and he'd be like everybody danced like this to this i mean just like
0: <laughs> gyr- gyrate yeah and i can i can <laughs> imagine that in my head right now <laughs> of your dad being like This is how they did this to this. And it's like, yeah, I know. I can see Doug Noss doing that. So
1: there would be like Chuck Berries on top and Little Richard. That would absolutely be in his wheelhouse.
0: Elvis, a little. Yeah, yeah. My mom was much bigger into Elvis. But but when you could, I mean, and it it is hard for me to to say in Doug Noss's fairness, but like I would much rather listen to Little Richard than Elvis. Me too. Little Especially Richard, now. I just think Little Richard, I just think was just a better musician. He was more interesting too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He was way more interesting. And the the fact that Little Richard kicked Jimi Hendrix out of out of his little touring company because he was more interesting than him, like that's craziness. <laughs> <laughs> that's ego. <Damn>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like, I, there was a ton of like. There's a song called "Beep Beep Beep," which is like a story song. Okay. A- about um uh, about two cars next to each other one of them's a Nash Rambler and um the guy who's singing the song is in a faster gotta car it. you got to find it oh okay it. yeah <laughs> i mean that's so old already There you go. There. All right. Well, okay. The little na- Oh, the
0: man, we even, get, we even get animation to this? Oh, sweet. While riding in my
1: like Have you ever heard this song I've before? I've never heard this song. I know all the surprise. words, but I will not sing, and it's really hard for me right now.
0: Oh. Matt, yeah, you can you can do it because that's going a lot. That's gonna enable us to play this for longer without violating oh yeah, copy, copyright. About
1: <laughs> one third one my third size, size, the guy wanted.
2: The guy <laughs> must have wanted
3: to. So, um, I'm guessing
0: as he kept, uh,
3: you you don't have access to that. Treasure trove of LPs and 45s anymore.
1: No, uh, when my dad left, he took a lot of that stuff. Yeah. The car, they I keep going
0: faster in this song. The little Nash was right behind, I think that oh, you know what? Fly. I think I have heard beep, this song.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I absolutely have heard this song. Ramber, yeah. Caddy would could be,
1: a be a big, disgrace.
4: The, be be a big disgrace. the guy must to pass me, kept on his horn. I'll show him that
0: a Cadillac, Cadillac is
3: not a car to scorn. So what
1: year is this from, do Um, That is... Early 60s,
3: maybe?
1: Back in... Oh, the video,
3: maybe. that's just the video, yeah.
1: Playmate, 50s, <laughs> Jukebox hits. So. so the 50s, somewhere in the 50s. Okay. Yeah, so like, a lot... My dad likes some novelty songs. Yeah. He had those... Um,
0: That's probably where your love of Weird hell comes from,
1: right? <laughs> well, when I was a kid in detroit kiss 102.7 mm-hmm. on sunday nights had dr demento oh sure oh, right. yeah yeah and it was i mean if you want something that puts you on the outside of every other kid that's in <laughs> school <laughs> that doesn't
0: listen to that exact thing yeah <laughs> like
1: seriously yeah yeah let me uh let me play you <laughs> one of the big nos house hits have
0: okay. you guys heard the masochism tango if not that's uh, Tom me, Lair, right?
3: Yes.:
1: Yeah, yeah. This: uh, My dad was a big Tom Lehrer fan. This is oh, uh, This is Krypton. <laughs> this song oh, I've heard of this. This song go. was so important to us growing up. My brother and I... love al- that jacket, Krypton. Holy crap. Okay, yeah. So Krypton's from Minnesota, and whenever Dr. Demento would introduce this song, he would say, ah, and, yeah. and, and they Dementoids and Dementites uh, when when it snows in Minnesota. My God, that is your voice. Yeah. That has influenced your state <laughs> voice. I just realized that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dr. Demento is... It
0: was like, huge. huge. Yeah. That's like, like 25% of the Manos persona right yeah, there. Yeah. It was my lifeblood.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's why I love musical improv so much. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So he would say, like, they would shut down the roads, and if your car was on the road, it instantly became a tow-away song. A tow-away... It would it, it, be towed. Because they sh- shut down the roads. Yes. So, like, they couldn't move. They're going to get towed. And it just cost everybody in Minneapolis a lot of money. So he wrote this song called Let's Blow Up the Tow Truck, which went like this. And boy, did we think this was as good as music gets. Hey,
2: that's my car. Put it down. I said, put it down. All right, you asked for it. Ha, 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 ha. This sounds so familiar.
1: Ever since I moved to the city, I've, I've always, always had bad luck, luck. But With the stupid machine that's really mean no The one they call the tow truck No matter when it's dark, they come out from the dark, dark. Oh my god, I haven't this heard be, this song this in be like a
5: so
1: low <laughs> time it snows. I know where my car goes. To the impound lot is where it's brought, but I found a way to solve my woes. I take an M sixteen and load a magazine and open fire on every tire and sound off like a new marine. Let's blow up the tow Yeah, I
3: could swear that I have heard this. I've never heard it. I've never I've heard I think the name Krypton sounds familiar.
1: It uh, he had another song, but I don't see it on the yeah. side. Um, but like that type of like outsider, Homer yeah. and Jethro. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Like that was those were huge influences in my life. Sure. And were commonplace. Like we would tape it mm-hmm. and play the tapes. Like yeah, uh, the Frantics boot to the head oh god oh my god i forgot ed
3: about
0: gruberman ed, yeah ed yeah. Ed yeah.
1: Gruberman. <laughs> yeah yeah um star Trekkin, which is a terrible yeah. song yeah um burns and burns barnes and barnes Fishheads. yeah that was yeah like um oh napoleon the 14th yep yep coming to take Be me away, away. Yep. yep.
3: I'm trying to remember all those. Yeah, there is. There well, was I mean, kind of z- well, and there's cocktails another for one,
1: two. Another one rides the bus, right? Another one yep. rides the bus, yeah, eat it. Yeah. Well, everything that Weird
0: Al did. Yeah. But he did that one specifically for Demento, right? Like he recorded it in a bathroom. He recorded it in a bathroom and Demento gave him the shot. Mm-hmm.
1: He recorded it and Demento was the only guy who would play it. Right. right. But I mean, it,
0: that's, yeah. that's, that's still my point, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because if, if it wasn't for of... If it wasn't for Demento, Weird Al would be an architect right now. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah. So you were listening to jazz, Matt? Well, no not
3: necessarily, it's just that was in the house. That was in the house cuz I didn't get into it as a kid at all. I didn't get into it till I was like 20 or so. Do you you remember what they were playing? Yeah. Um the probably the the biggest name in the house was Bill Evans. Um, so I don't know any Bill Evans. Uh, he was a, a piano player. He played with Miles Davis for a long stretch of time. He played. He he plays on Kind of Blue. Oh, okay. And there's, yeah. So that's probably the, the biggest known uh, thing. Yeah, Waltz for Debbie would be a, a good one there.
1: Um, All right, let's see. let's hear a little Bill Evans. Really, he's very quiet.
3: There we go. Um- By the time I was a kid, probably <laughs> the taste kind of got a little Caucasian, I think by that point of time, you know, when my parents were in their 40s. Uh, so my dad loved Stan Kenton. Um, I'm trying to think what else? It was also it was a, it was a good time by the time I got to, to high school again, I wasn't I was I was jazz curious, let's put it that way, but not fully jazz immersed. And MSU, I grew up in East Lansing, and MSU uh, at that point in time had a really good program for getting people to town uh, to play live. So Ron Carter came to town, uh, Jim Hall. Um, The biggest thing, and the thing that that made a a big impression was Ornette Coleman uh, came to town when he did an album with Pat Metheny, of all people. And I had no idea... What this was at all, but I was just—I you was know, 16. I was just kind of curious, and um, hello, uh, and Ornette Coleman is is closer in, in DNA to the uh, Captain Beefheart saxophone playing, right? Very, very, very trills. Yes, lots
1: of runs. Yes,
3: um. And I could not make heads or tails out of it. But, man, that concert knocked me out. It was one of the loudest things I've ever been to. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the loudest concerts I've ever been to. That I would
1: not expect.
3: Uh, Yeah. Well, it was uh, uh, Ornette Coleman, Pat Metheny, Charlie Hayden, Jack D. Jeanette, and uh, Donardo Coleman. So it was two drummers. Um, They amplified electric guitar, but, yeah. It was a force. And I, I had no idea. And that was I didn't know if I liked it, didn't know if I hated it, but man, it was <laughs> like I don't know what this is, but I gotta find out more about this. So
0: Matt, what was the loudest show you ever went to? Ebn. Yep. Okay. I was going to say that was that was definitely the loudest show for me because we left and our ears were ringing and someone was talking to us. When we were leaving, we had no idea what they were saying. El- you-
1: Emergency Broadcast Network. Oh! Okay. Yeah, they, yeah. Did the Zuru- yes. Yes, yep, they did the Zuropa. Yes. Yes, um, they did. Stuff. And we, we fell in love with electronic music. Mm-hmm. Like the group of friends that we had in high school, almost all of them listened to goth industrial. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, not techno... No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. but I think that's always the thing. Is like, oh, electronic music. You like techno? Like, it's like no, eh. no, we didn't like everything. I mean, there that- was
0: some stuff that was kind of flirting with that a little bit. Like Psychosonic yeah. was was a lot closer to that than, say, Nine Inch Nails. But correct. But I wouldn't say like what Dan Seiko covered. Right, you know,
1: like the Saunders, Kevin Saunderson Plastic Man. Oh yeah, no, 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 nothing like happening. the the stuff that was. It was happening. closer to the
3: Goth Industrial Kid. Yep. Totally, yep. 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 Dance. Uh,
1: dance. yeah, Yeah. track stuff. In, yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah, Intelligent dance music, I think, is what they called it. That goes back <laughs> to what we were saying before. You've already <laughs> yep, yep, shot yep, yourself
3: yep. in the foot when you say that. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> well, so where
1: was where was the concert? The concert uh, was uh, at St. Andrews. St. Andrews. It was at St. Andrews. They and brought
0: the, their own equipment.
1: They brought truly. A stadium rig, yeah, or maybe a state theater rig, yeah, into St. Andrews. St. Andrews for a show that less than fifty people
0: were there for. <laughs> it was punishingly so loud. loud. But like they had like um the big screens where they were showing like the videos and stuff where they were performing. Yeah, it was a great it's when people were doing show, stuff like that. Fantastic I mean, yeah. live show, but. They
1: literally had gun turrets that they (laughs) modded out and the weapon was the music and the TV. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The TV showing all these clips. Yeah. I still message. (laughs) I'm still blown away
0: by what they were able to accomplish. With so little, with with video toasters and shit. I yeah, mean, they yeah. they were insanely good at what they did, yeah. and working under insane constraints. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for to make, you know,
1: they really were making mashups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was like in 94,
0: right. 96. like when, before before ninety six. I mean, this was the, because Zuropa was ninety four or before that. Yeah yeah. 90, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, they really. They were great at what they did. I can't imagine what they would have been able to have done with the technology now. In ninety two, do you know what they're up to now? I last uh-huh. time I read is like they do still do a lot of production, okay. a lot of. Video I mean, they work. were they were great at that. Then I can't imagine how good they would be now with all the how much easier it is to do multilinear stuff. I mean, that would have been yeah mm.
3: nuts. Uh, Every now and then I. I don't know if you ever play the game of uh, dream concerts that in back in time that you would have loved to have gone to. Ooh. Um, but the reason I bring that up, and, and also, you know, I'm not a big fan of, of uh, having my hearing blown out. That said, <laughs> I would have loved to have seen uh, My Bloody Valentine in 1990-91. <laughs> and cause the people <laughs> I know who did go to it, th- they said it was just assaultive. <laughs> the volume was just like ripples in the air <laughs> it was so powerful. and man i i don't want to lose my hearing but i would have loved to have been there
1: i that the my bloody valentine um what is it love soft return or something what is the name of that that album oh um loveless loveless yep yeah i love soft return i like I made that. it that's really nice. i made it really poetic <laughs> um it is that Shoe Gaze missed me. Like I didn't really? listen to that. Okay, because I listened to Jesus and Mary Chain. Oh, so that was like that covered. Well, in you plate, d- kind of... you listened to shoegaze after that, and I listened to Ride and yeah, uh, okay. all that stuff hit me later. Okay, yeah. and when I try to go back for my bloody Valentine, it doesn't give me. I it never gets its hooks in me. I can understand that because yeah, that was the first thing out of all that I heard, and it just that
3: was one where I was like I don't even know what this is, but I love it. That just knocked me on my ass.
1: Yeah. I And I get it. Yeah. And it just never grabbed me. I think it was... A, I
3: remember describing it to someone at the time as like if Sonic Youth and the Cocteau Twins had a baby.
1: And that <laughs> and I, I love both of those. So that just made sense to me. That so, totally... Yeah. That completely makes sense. Yeah,
0: Sonic Youth is another one of those bands that Oh, Sonic never, Youth was something I just couldn't do. I never got into. Cocteau Twins? Okay. Yeah. Sonic Youth? <laughs> I love... I love their very commercial
1: stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I love uh, 100% Cool Thing. Uh, Yeah. Bull and the Heather. Oh, I love Bull. That's a great song. That's a great song. song. But, like, I I was like, truly, because I've been looking for stuff to buy on record, I'm like, do I need a copy of Daydream Nation? Or I I think so. (laughs) I, I don't know. That's another one. I love that album. I love right. that album. But I get it. I totally get it. But it's it. just like, yeah. so it's the first time I'm listening to it. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, maybe it missed me. Yeah. I think sometimes that happens with... Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Although uh, there is a song, the first song in there I think would grab you.
1: No, I, that was the one I listened to. Um, uh, uh, Teenage Riot. Teenage Riot. Yeah. And it, it's easily one of the best Sonic Yes. Used, used That's songs. a great song. That's a
3: great song. Um, I think in a weird way that probably... I think that hit a jazz... Button for me,
1: I can I can completely yeah. see that
3: because I love like in the like in the early two thousands they started releasing, um, EPs that were uh, improv, they were they were much much more free form hmm. and but still in their you know in their rock aesthetic or whatever you want to call it I loved that I just ate that up that made perfect sense to me there was something it was like you know it wasn't like bad jazz rock it wasn't noodly at all it had enough of sort of I, I don't know some quality from rock that i really wanted but they were sticking their necks out just enough that it was trying something it just hit all the buttons for me for
1: whatever reasons that was the thing for me do you have a dream concert that you haven't seen yet that you would have loved to performers living or dead
0: i can't think of anything off the top of my head um but i was what i was thinking of uh was albums that I want you to buy.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm all ears. Do you, do you have a turntable, Matt Rose? I do have a turntable, okay. actually. Um, oh, not a, not, for, a, not is, a sweet one like okay. him, but I, I do have This is for his one. benefit. You want him to get these albums? Well, I mean, he already owns a CD. That's a problem. Okay, okay. But um, I, I do have two things that you cannot get on CD that I would be willing to bring over and listen with you to these... Or, I you know, would, you know what I mean. Yep. Um, I would be willing to bring those over and listen to them with you. And they are, um, it would be the uh, Dillinger Four, Penhead, Gunpowder, Split Seven Inch, and the uh, Dillinger Four, More Songs About Girlfriends and Bubblegum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love this band. <laughs>
0: They're so great. That was them. that was their first. The, those uh, the More Songs was their first recording ever. So this was when they were right out of high school that's awesome and uh the pinhead gunpowder split um was i think the genesis of the lawsuit they had against green um, day. green day <laughs> where they were like oh we've never heard of this band it was like you have a split seven inch with them doe <laughs> um but yeah i i mean if i'm being honest i would want you to get versus god versus god or uh midwestern songs just because I would love to hear them um, on vinyl. That'd be interesting. So you don't you don't have
3: them on vinyl right now? I
0: do not have those particular okay. things on vinyl, but I do have the two things you can only get on vinyl. Gotcha. Uh, because when I realized the only way I was ever going to hear these six songs was right. if I bought the records. Right. It was like, right. all right, let me go on Discogs and see if I can get these things. And it was like, Twenty dollars total. I was like, done and done. (laughs) Yep. Cross it off the list. Yeah, I mean, don't don't think that you are going to be assaulted with fine recording. These were kids out of high school that trying their best. Yep, trying their best. And I think they were able to like scrape up enough for like an hour recording session or whatever. But that being said, I love the songs and they're great. Um, I found my concert. I was gonna ask. Yeah.
1: I would love to see XTC live. Yeah. I yeah. would I undersell how explain yourself. I undersell how much I listened to Nun Such. Um, yeah. That was a always on repeat album. And then I went back with them and I went forward with them. So I'd love to see them in Andy Partridge today. If his voice was intact. Yeah. Stage fright under control. Which I think it is. Doing... Doing... Get the divine comedy to open. <laughs> XTC as the headliner. Have you looked up live clips of them on YouTube? No, I've never... I never they have. They
3: were amazing live. They were just unreal. Uh I had... Once upon a time, I had a, a live recording from like... I think it was the Black Sea tour or something like
1: that, and they were just on fire. Um, well, they played five years ago in Paris. No, 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 that's nineteen seventy nine. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Well, that explains it. I was yeah. like five years ago. Um, I I love this band. I love me them. too. I I, I really, um, I don't think.
2: I world. Why do you call that that
1: you I'm with you on that. I love, you that. I love quirky pop songs.
0: Yeah, and that is XTC's wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I will give that to you. That is something that, <laughs> if someone put a gun to my head, what does Matt, Matt Nos love? That would be one of the things that I would say. So
1: I would want to see Talking Heads. What era? Um, this era. I want to see him with Fripp.
2: Right. Oh,
1: so Fripp uh, joined him on this Rome. Oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah.
3: Okay. When
1: right after they released uh, Remain in Light. Okay. And they stole him from Zappa. No, that's that's Adrian Blue. Oh, sorry. It's it's Adrian Blue. Yeah, yeah. Not not Fripp it's Adrian Blue. They stole him from Zappa and then Bowie stole him from the Talking yep. Heads.
3: Yeah, I'm with you on that. This fucking
0: fresh
3: um, um what uh what's the one everyone? The live home they did. Uh, Stop Making Sense? Stop Making Sense, yeah. About that I would well. love
1: to have seen that piece live. Yeah. But seeing the movie as many times as I've seen yeah. it, I feel like it. I'm in a great place. So to see this, it feels like a little bit raw Sure. And less polished because that... Stop Making Sense is the high of a great cocaine binge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, whereas this is just like the headstrong... Yep, and
3: they're still so, figuring okay,
0: stuff out. Okay, so uh, so let me let me clarify wait. We're just talking about bands that we wish we could have seen in their prime. Ooh, yeah, let's let, we can change it to that. Fucking Bad Brains, dude. Oh, <laughs> Bad shit. Brains with HR when he actually performed it and just sat there like talking into a microphone. Fucking Bad Brains at CBGB, man. Yes. Have what? you ever seen this clip?
1: I haven't. So like what year? Like 82?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was like 81, 82.
1: Okay. Yeah, it would be 82. So here they are and we're just gonna pause it we're gonna go back here and i believe this is them starting the big takeover (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just HR going oh, fucking crazy.
3: Music's the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> I and this okay, so this reminds me of another one, I mean I think it's kind of in line with what you were saying about um the Talking Heads stop making sense. Uh, it's pretty well documented, but boy, would have been great to be there. Is uh, there's a Wire uh, concert from Germany from like 1979? So if, yeah, I don't know if you want to do it, but it's like put Wire live. I guess that'll probably do it. One of my all-time favorite bands uh, on the box. That's it, and it's even perfect with the German <laughs> introduction. <laughs>
2: That is <laughs> just quintessential.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is the most German
2: yeah. thing. Uh, welcome, very...
1: welcome to the rock palace. <laughs> and a very
3: distressed looking Teutonic audience. But <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite bits of music ever. Uh, I just sums up everything I love about this band and, and rock music. Uh, once I stop tuning up. <laughs>
1: I love how silent it is. Yeah. It's
2: called Another the Letter. I love this song.
0: I'm on board so far. Yeah. Uh, it's so...
2: Fuck, he's a f- metronome. Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah I
3: mean, it's... I, I don't know what drugs are involved for that. But. Uh, and the... The joke about all Wire songs are the structure is verse chorus, (laughs) and that's (laughs) it because they are they are one and done and out. Really? Uh, Yeah. Oh yeah. They had a, a a single off one of their albums that the record company had them make longer for radio play. Instead of cutting it down, <laughs> I love that. It's just they uh, boil it
0: down to the essence. This is forty-five seconds. It, you need, some of their
3: songs are. It's you well, I was, need okay. to give me a little more. And
0: yeah. one of the things that I was going to say is if if we're doing dream concerts, original lineup Ramones.
1: That yeah. would be that would be amazing. Yeah,
0: that would be fucking crazy because. Sometimes they didn't finish shows because <laughs> they were fighting. Yeah, where it was like, "Shut up, Dee Dee! You shut up, Joey! Yeah, done. See you later, assholes." <laughs> all right.
3: I mean, there's a bunch of those, like, uh, you know, would have loved to have seen the Velvet Underground back mm-hmm. in the day. Did you ever see the movie Twenty uh, Four Hour Party People? No. Uh, so it's the history of uh, factory record. factory records, yeah, yeah, and all that. And it starts with um, what's his name, Tony Wilson, uh, with his girlfriend seeing the Sex Pistols. In what looks like a community center or something <laughs> like that, and there's like ten people there, and yeah. in the whole movie, he's 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 breaking the the fourth wall and he's talking to the uh, into the audience, and you know, I there's probably a clip somewhere, but it, you know, he's saying it's like yeah, it was basically as as stupid and basic like this, and it changed the life of everyone here, and you know, there's that cliche that no, you know, twenty people saw the Sex Pistols, but. Every one of them went out and formed a band
0: you know <laughs> that sort of thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: but th- god that would have been incredible
0: yeah yeah it was it was funny uh I, I don't remember if you watched this thing or not it was the rolling stone interview with glenn danzig where he was talking about how like one of the bands that he loved was velvet underground mm-hmm. and one time he got to meet lou reed and he was like oh if you asked lou reed now if you ever met me he'd be like who <laughs> but I got to talk to him for like two minutes, yeah. Because he was at a show that I was at, and someone was like, "Oh, hey, Lou, here's Glenn. He's in a band. Go ahead and talk." And they talked, and I guess they had like a nice conversation. But it wasn't like, "I like your stuff, Glenn." It was yeah. just like, "Well, all right. It was nice talking to you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: it's it's wild because I was just while you were talking about that exact subject of you don't no right um i we've seen like the ebn show mm-hmm. like nobody nobody was, was there. there nobody was there but
0: that memory is singed in my oh, brain oh yeah absolutely whenever someone says loud show it's like you think you went to a loud show yeah
1: <laughs> but about the sex pistols the wax so i bought uh industrial accident for record store day mm-hmm. and it is the history of wax checks records it's a documentary that's out yeah and it comes and I'll show it to you during the break it comes with like a 20-page booklet mm-hmm. with Wax. stories and it talks about Wax Tracks was a record store right, right. first before it became the label and those guys were fascinated with what was happening in the UK mm-hmm. right so they had an employee who was from England and they kept sending them back there twice a year to fill up suitcases with Music. Holy
0: crap. Man. And
1: he was friends with somebody from Virgin. Yeah. And he got an advanced copy of Anarchy in the UK. Oh wow. And one of them was getting married. So he's like, I believe that we have the first American airing at my wedding of Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> because crazy. they were just so yeah. into it. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I just, love those. I, I love just those love moments. it. I love yeah. I love music. I'm so enamored with it still yeah like it doesn't lose its it doesn't lose its charm i guess like right as, the, the as players do i mean
3: like the stuff that that hits you might
1: well it's interesting like, like i might move on from things right i might be like oh god i remember like when i listen to krypton i'm not like can't wait to listen to that again right right but, but it uh,
0: still brings back the memories right yeah. like i can I don't listen to Urge Overkill every day anymore, but if I hear Positive Bleeding, it's like, oh yeah, I remember this. I remember that song. Yeah. It It's fun right. time. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm infatuated with new stuff too.
1: Like there's a lot of really good. New I think it's stuff. easier.
0: I think it's easier to get infatuated with new stuff because <laughs> you haven't heard it five million times, right? True. So. If I hear like the the stuff that I was talking about last week, like J.D. McPherson, if I hear J.D. McPherson, I'm going to be like, oh, hey, all right, yeah. sweet. Whereas if it's, I don't know, uh, Let's Creek Bop, yeah. I, it, I've, I've heard that song five million times. You're like, I like it. Yeah, it I like isn't. it, and it's great, but I'm, I'm going to listen to the stuff that I haven't heard a million times because... Haven't heard it a million times. I'm still, yeah. I've,
3: obviously, I'm. St- I still like music. It's still okay by me, but <laughs> stuff doesn't hit me in the same way as it did when I was 16. You know, and it shouldn't. You know. Yeah, I guess not. It's. it But it's sort of like in that same sort of way. Everything when you're 16 is you, big.
1: You yeah, know? Uh, yeah, everything's a big deal.
0: Yeah. Or. Or. It is the worst thing you've ever heard, and fuck it. <laughs> because I can agree, remember, yeah,
1: it's it's a lot easier to be like not for me as an adult than it yeah. is.
3: I think I think the thing is, so like when you're 16, you're, you're just such a sponge, and just like with,
0: every- with me, I wasn't. Oh, really? Oh, no, no. That I mean, maybe maybe I'm different than the, than the two of you, but I because I did not have my parents listening to music. I knew what I liked, and I immediately knew what I didn't. And now I'm willing to give something a little more time um, just because I've been exposed to a lot more stuff over the past, you know, 30 plus years. Um, But shit, when I was in high school, before we started hanging out and before I was exposed to different things than just my baser instincts, um, I... I would have heard some stuff and just been like, nope, no, I'm good. Don't, don't, just stop. Just hit pause, eject. I don't want to hear any more of that. What, um,
3: was there a moment for either of you where it was like the, like it was the the one thing or
0: like the one friend introduced you to a thing and all of a sudden you saw like 10 paths in front of you? <laughs> it you know. is funny that you mentioned that because I was just talking about this a couple weeks ago with a coworker um, where we were talking about exactly that. where like, when did you get into this type of music? And it was, I was saying, I can remember the exact moment that I stopped listening to the stuff I had been listening to for years. And it was Matt and I were driving in his horizon on M 59 in between, oh God, M 59 and 23 mile road. And Matt was like, hey, you might like this. And he put Psalm 69 on. and Which is my, ministry. Yeah, ministry Psalm okay, 69. And that. my brain exploded out of my ears. And I was like, what is this? And then Matt was like, well, and you might like this. And you might like this. And so it was, well, how about Reverend Horton Heat? How about this other thing? And then just everything that I had listened to before just sounded like a fart and I was mm-hmm. like nope I'm I'm gonna and go with this, is this. What I like now. yeah 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 and yeah. and it was that's when I became like what you were talking about where I was a sponge yeah where just give me more give me more give me more right and I will I just won't listen to the stuff that I didn't like but before that it was pretty narrow. I i i yeah oh yeah I heard I heard something that did not conform to my very narrow perspective and it was nope yeah. nope nope none of that yeah. But once Matt was like, "Hey, maybe you like this. Maybe you like that," um, it broadened a little bit. But it was still there was still the hard shell where it was right. like anything outside of that slightly expanded um, idea was still bounced off. But now, uh, if if I, if I like I, something, I like something, and if I don't, I think that's age, like, right? Like you know, I do Roach Coach. Yeah, yeah. I
1: never liked new metal. And now I listen to some of it, and I'm like, I see the merits of it.
3: See, I assumed you were a fan.
1: No, I hated it. Oh, no, I hated no, no, it hard. No, okay, no. okay. I was like, this is the death of music. Okay. Uh, if it's not Radiohead, I don't want anything to do with it. Okay. Um, that was very much me in 98 through like 2003. Hmm,
0: I don't know. I don't, I don't think that you hated System of a Down. Love System of a Down. Yeah. love System of a Down. But a lot of the other stuff, I can remember when you worked at East Alley. Mm-hmm we would laugh at those bands because it was just, hey, let's film everything in a green filter and wear clown masks and just ridiculous nonsense.
1: But now I listen to Iowa by Slipknot and I'm just like, this crushes (laughs) because it crushes. But, you know, it's, it's how subjective taste is. Right. And as an adult, the desire to prove... Goes away, even, yeah. Though, yeah, 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 yeah. even though I'm always looking for community, right? You know, like, right. do I want you to like something I like? Of course, I do, sure, because I want to talk to you about it and connect to you. There's no value in keeping it to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm probably gonna watch this Wire show because Good. I've never I seen hope it, so. yes, you know, and I, I want to talk to you about it, yeah, you <laughs> know, and I it might turn out that I like it, it might sure. turn out I don't like it, but you you shared something with me, I want to check it out, right? Mm-hmm. And I think. To go back to the very beginning that was why i was interested in beef heart but yeah. when i heard it i was just like i just don't know if i can it may not be your thing that it that yeah. it's ever going to be for yeah. me yeah so i'm going to stop right there okay because i think that's a good end point sure and we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side which is the other show So we're going to do. Oh, I've been talking about the wrong thing.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. We we were supposed to watch the episode.
3: (laughs) I couldn't believe it when that monster came out of the closet because it
1: had had the dad's face. Well, now, of course, I'm leaving it. Uh, We'll be back with more matters after this.
3: Right? That's how that works. Uh Two,
2: one, two, three, four.
1: Welcome back to Matters. Uh, we reached the part of the show where we talk about what we are into this week. And does anybody have one locked and loaded? Oh, I do. Oh, Chris Peterson. Hi. What are you into this week?
3: Uh, so, uh, keeping with the music theme. So, um, I guess it was in the past year I started getting some of the uh, Led Zeppelin reissues. Um Particularly the albums that I didn't know so well, and one of them I got was Presence, which is not a good album. It's it's I think their worst album. It's
1: very jammy and
3: and I guess very. I'm looking
1: at the album cover and I have seen it yes nigh on my entire life yeah and I've never heard a note off of this record.
3: There's nothing noteworthy of it, but uh, the reissues have a bonus disc, and uh, this song with a unlikely title of Ten Ribs and
0: All Carrot Pod Pod. No idea. No idea what the story (laughs) is there. Um, I I just want to point out that there is then pod in parentheses. Yes. Pod, pod, pod. Pod, pod, pod. pod, And then (laughs) reference mix. Mix.
3: Ten Ribs and All (laughs) Carrot Pod 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 Reference Mix. Uh, I don't know why it wasn't a hit. It's weird. But um, (laughs) maybe uh, this this is a, you know, I... I didn't like the album, and I, and I I ignored it for a while, and then I put on the bonus disc, and I was like, whatever. And this was the third track on there. It is, it was, uh, it's an instrumental that they never developed into a song. It's sort of a cousin of, um, all my love, the mm. Led Zeppelin song, and I. It's beautiful. It's extraordinary, and it's the one song. If they had turned it into an actual song, it would be a classic Led Zeppelin number. You may want to skip ahead a little bit. All right. So, I'm
1: gonna jump to a minute. Yeah, that's about when the band is probably, or a little bit further. I don't know. Right. In the '70s movie. This is like where. This is, yes. This is where things are starting to become clear for our protagonist. Uh, yes, as he's uh, driving along the Pacific Coast Highway. <laughs> I- uh, Catherine's
5: joining us. I have something to say about this. If anyone has seen the movie The Saint, this song, that that really? motif, oh, yeah, with Val Kilmer and yeah. Elizabeth Shue. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's in there. And, he and something about Cold
0: a- Fusion, I think.
5: Something about cold fusion. Yeah. hmm Yeah.
0: There's
1: something about cold fusion.
3: I like the fact also that not mm-hmm. even Val mm-hmm. Kilmer thinks about the Saint anymore, <laughs> but you do. I appreciate that. <laughs>
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, it's a very pretty song. Well, and the band hasn't even kicked in yet. Well, yeah. Skip,
5: skip
0: ahead. Get uh, some another, another let's get minute some bonzo or so here.
3: You could hear Robert Plant over this, and this would be an FM radio staple. So that's, that's a recent discovery, and I have not gotten tired of this song yet.
1: I'm going to grab you a mic, Catherine. You're on the show now. We're grabbing <laughs> you a mic. We're going to play Pod, Pod, Pod. <laughs> Should we keep talking?
0: Well, I'll 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 keep talking while Matt is doing that, so okay. that because I'm also a host of the show. Um, so uh, one thing that I've been into in the past week, aside from from Game of Thrones coming back on, whoop, yes. um, is uh, I've been watching a lot of horror shorts on uh, Alter. What is that? Uh, so I just found it very recently, so I'm not really sure. Okay, uh, but. Um, I I watched a whole bunch of shorts and you know they're they're typically five to ten minutes. Okay. So really short. Um <laughs> but I think that for horror, um just like I, I think probably with comedy, brevity is key. Mm-hmm. And if you wear your welcome out, you lose your audience. Right. And with with horror, you get them Freaked out. See ya. And that's what happened. Where uh, I was watching a couple videos before I came here. And these are newer shorts. These aren't like historic. these are these are within the past couple of years. I okay. Think. Okay. Um, and it after watching the last one, I did the thing where I walk around the house and I narrate what I'm doing. Yes. And I like turn the lights on, and it was like, all right, well I'm going I'm going to Matt's just, to just record a podcast check 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 check.
1: Just, just just check
0: check check sorry there we go just me walking to the bold coat rack yep yep well i'll see i will see you later patty and selma and ralphie have a good day and be nice to each other don't claw the couch again you've already ruined two don't ruin three don't need you to do I that Tip right. my hat to you as i turn the light off and here i am <laughs> in my garage yeah still not out of the house have to hit the button to open it <laughs> <laughs> there's ghosts in garages don't fucking laugh at me no one is laughing at you maddie ghost was
1: uh, so what was that called one more time because alter alter interesting Interesting. Catherine, are you into anything this week?
5: Oh, I am. What? (laughs) One word. Focus. Focus.
3: Focus. Focus.
5: I think it's very hard in this day and age to find something to focus on and continually. uh, People are paid billions, billions might be a stretch, but millions of dollars to Grab our attention out there in the world. If you're, especially if you're online for anything, you can't uh, search a website without having cookies and someone, you know, saying, "Hey, Janie and Jack, we have some new Easter dresses that are real cute," mm. or, "Hey, West Elm, look at these side mm. tables." Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but focus. So it's. A, I find it very challenging. So I have been doing a little bit of reading on focus and what you can do, and. If at the beginning of the day you pick three things or so that you want to accomplish that day, they could be small, they could be big, they could be just three things at the top of your list. If you actually accomplish them and focus on doing them every day, uh, imagine how much you could accomplish in a few months, in a year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, besides all the things that you can get distracted by, because I'm i easily distractible by email or um, you know, something that pops up that yep. um, is going on in the world. And I may not remember what that thing is, but you're like, oh my gosh, in this moment, hello. You know. That's why
0: I write to do lists. Sure. Because uh, if if I don't, then I don't get anything done.
5: Yeah. And I mean, I have a running to do list and it has a little checkbox before it. And I, I enjoy mm-hmm. checking things off like, oh, I did yeah. that. Oh, I did yeah. that. Yeah. Whenever oh, I, I
0: write that. a to do list, I always write a circle so I can check that sumbitch yeah. off. Because it feels good to actually get that thing off your list.
5: Yeah, but um, so I'm 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 into finding things that I can that I can focus on or ways to do that. So that was the one thing like I can grasp and and go from that.
1: Let me ask: Do you find it hard to, like, like when you create something, like if you're trying to do a project for work or do a project for? Like I know that Chris has been making a lot of music lately. Mm-hmm. Like you've kind of put out two albums worth of just you figuring out like your new toys, as it were, and yeah. your old toys, and yeah, just yeah. kind of being like, yeah. I want to be creative. How easy is it for you to focus on those things? How hard is it for you to not get distracted? Uh, i too with that,
3: it's fairly easy for me to be focused. Because I, it's it's still pretty pleasurable, yeah. It's not a chore. The min yeah any time anything becomes a chore, that's when focus is in, and you're nodding furiously on that. So you agree, yeah. That's when I'm primed 100%. to be distracted from from Absolutely. something. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. Now on the other uh, all those tracks, uh, you know, are in the thirty second to minute and a half range, and that's you know. That's not too onerous, like because like some of them. If I was trying, some of them I do want to stretch out. That feels a little bit more like a chore. That's a bit more of an effort of like, okay, I can assemble this and and make that work. But if I want to develop it into something, yeah, it's gonna take some thinking. I'm gonna get distracted when it comes to that. I have no doubt.
5: So. Yeah, I also believe that when you're uh, focused on something, or even when you're distracted, distracted when you're trying to be focused on something. That those distractions could be you needing a mental break mm-hmm. and needed to like focus subconsciously on whatever the task may be, and to be distracted by something allows you to process whatever you're trying to do, and then come back with a fresh perspective. So
3: yeah, there's that idea from meditation of mm-hmm. uh, the monkey mind. That yes, sure. and if you if you find yourself you're kind of losing the focus in mm-hmm. meditation, uh, to run with it, that yeah, just means just okay, you're not. You're not there right now. Let it happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then you will, ideally, come come back. back. Yep.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I'm all monkey mind. (laughs) 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 I am so distracted lately. It just seems like focus has been incredibly difficult. Like, even in things I find pleasurable. Okay. You know, like, um, you know, not during the show or anything like that. I I love the podcast because I'm usually Mm -hmm. fully present during them. But sometimes I get. You don't have to justify it. If hey, Chris, while we were here. Hey, Chris, <laughs> while you were talking, sometimes I took a little mind vacation.
0: Yeah, when right. He was on transmissions. <laughs> yeah, I, was, right. I was
1: thinking about <laughs> transmissions from the dark side.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, the fun podcast. <laughs> not this one.
3: Not uh, the
0: one he does with me, apparently.
3: So I do both toys. with you. This one's the moneymaker, though. Right. This, this is the <laughs> podcast that's generating <laughs> all, all those podcast millions. All those podcasts. For man. the record,
5: yeah. I've heard more Matters episodes than I have Transmissions episodes. She's a fan. There you go fan number
3: two. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both millionaires, so I think we're going to be okay, guys. We're going to be fine. We Get renewed.
1: We renewed our license for another year. <laughs> so Squarespace. Squarespace is going to have to deal with it. Oh, I think your podcast license? I didn't know. What no, the yeah, I just paid for the site and storage. Oh, sure, and of course. Gabbermedia.com and all that fun stuff. Yep. Um... What do I you guess. like, Matt? So last week, I talked about Snail Mail, uh, which is... Yep. So I th- the, the tract and trends continue. I'm really into female lo-fi rock music right now.
3: Yeah, you said that the other day.
1: Um, so right now, I'm loving Soccer Mommy, <laughs> which I just think is a hilarious name. Uh, this is a track called Your Dog. And we'll play a little bit of it.
3: Yeah, you named a bunch of groups that you've never...
2: I don't.
1: I don't. I think it's California, mm-hmm. right. but this stuff uh, speaks to my love of mopey Brit pop. Mm-hmm. Um, this, have you heard Phoebe Bridgers? Um, we'll just we'll do a twofer. Um, this is Motion Sickness by Phoebe Bridgers. I know Catherine has heard this, whether she realizes it or not, because I play it all the time. <laughs> It's also one headlight. Not kidding. It's not. It has the same intro as that one
2: headlight. Oh! Oh! Gotcha! Gotcha!
0: See, I, I, I would rather feel anger than sadness. So, <laughs> so I, will st- I will, stick with my stuff.
5: I really hated the name of "soccer mommies." <laughs> like, I can't get past that. It's a little this, creepy. Yeah, uh, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> and, and the do- And the song is called "Your Dog." All I can picture is some mom and dad on the side of a soccer field. Maybe they're three year olds, maybe they're sixteen year olds about to, you know, be recruited by a D1 school for college. And like that's horrific. It's just and the song was called Your Dog. I love a good dog. And I have a lot of friends who have dogs who they love dearly. And I love that. But why would you call a song by soccer mommies your dog? I just think that I, I hate every part about it. I'm not <laughs> gonna listen know? to the music as a result of that. I hate it. I love your hate for it. <laughs> I hate it. This is much better than that. Solely based on the name, and then the music I liked better too.
1: And then the the last one is I think <laughs> think is Lucy. D- <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, fuck me for back. liking things.
0: <laughs> for get. once, for once it wasn't me. I'm going to allow this. <laughs> <laughs> but Thank watch Matt. You, I appreciate counselor.
5: that support. That support. Support. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
0: this is so. Matt, I just wanted to ask you one question. Have you heard the Misfits? No, it's an all-female Misfits cover band.
5: Oh shoot! <laughs> um, I because w- when you said Misfits, I saw those <laughs> that double S. Yeah, all right. I'm I in. heard the pause. I heard the pause. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm.
0: I I did that on purpose just for everybody in the room.
5: Well done. Mm. Well, because right.
0: otherwise, I mean, if I'm going to say the Misfits, man, it's going to be like, duh. <laughs> yeah, well, e-
5: even I would know that.
1: Oh no, oh. our little one's crying.
5: Good night. <laughs> Good night <Catherine. laughs> Let's
0: see.
1: Just sad sack lady stuff.
0: Is this the same one from the last video? Because they look identical. <laughs> they do look identical.
3: <laughs> oh, I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoebe. Bridges. Oh, It's the okay. same woman. Yeah. All right.
1: But I guess I like this stuff better than I like, like the Avid Brothers. Yeah, and I, and
3: that that just bypassed me completely. So. Yeah. So it's the Miss Misfits.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know why it's hanging up on this search. Yeah, I, I don't know either.
2: Hmm.
0: All right, let's just Google well, it. Out there. Google it. Fascinating for people to listen to this. I know you. You edit these, don't you?
1: <laughs> I hate our internet so much.
3: Misfits. Misfits and the Astro Zombies.
2: Ooh.
0: Oh, we are 138.
1: I want to hear like a studio recording. Oh well, we'll check out more. All right, Chris. Um, yes, man so nice to have you on the show. good to be here. It's so good to have you. It's good for you to be here. It's good for all of us. I'm very glad to be here. I hope that you've enjoyed some mopey lady singers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And some Captain Beefheart, too. I was going
1: to say, we really uh, ran the gamut tonight. We went went through it (laughs) all together. Together. Uh, Where can people get in contact with you or see you or enjoy your music? Um, Well, with the first two, don't.
3: Leave me alone. <laughs> but for the music, uh, chrispeterson.bandcamp.com uh, where, yes, I have two EPs and I'm working on a third.
1: And Peterson is P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N. Correct, correct. That is a big deal because I have spelled your name wrong multiple times. You <laughs> and everyone. So that yep. is fine. want to S-O-N you. Yeah, and if you go to that, Chris Peterson
3: dot bandcamp.com um it's all racist propaganda <laughs> i would I say was so i was yeah. say it
0: was probably white power stuff yeah so,
3: so don't go to that one <laughs> Real go, go right. to mine <laughs> yeah
1: go to mine go to mine yeah yours, yours is much better <laughs> oh snowflake city yeah. <laughs> uh chris before i uh i throw it to matt to t- uh how he <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh, oh matt <laughs> 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 okay.
2: So Matt,
0: how can they get in contact with you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a man outside. He is waiting. To...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wanted to say something to you, Chris. Please. I just um it's been almost 2 years. It's at least a year and a half uh, since the end of the uh, Maddox Variety Show. Yes. Yeah. And I just Please. wanted to say thank you again for doing that. Oh my god. My, <laughs> pl- my pleasure.
3: I I understand if it would be a long while before it happens. I truly hope it returns in some form, even if it's not a- identical. But I understand it's you have a very small child, it might be a while. It <laughs>
1: might be a while. But it it's I love that it we we have another show that has a legacy.
3: Yes. No, that is true. It's it's pure greed on my part that I want that. So Yeah. It would be
1: pure hubris on my part not to admiss, <laughs> admit that I'd love to do it again. Yes. Um, I have a
3: nagging suspicion that, that, that the spirit of that has not died in you and you're going to want to do something similar, at least. Probably not exactly the same show, but something in the same vein.
1: I would want to take it to the next level. Sure, sure. It, it is one of those things where the idea of doing it in the first place, what we did to have a live band... Seemed so insurmountable, right? And then we did it for two years straight. Yeah, we did, <laughs> we did, and we sold out nearly every time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think there was only one month that wasn't really, really well
0: attended. But I, th- I think that there was like a weather thing. I mean, there, I because I, I attended all, but I think like two of the shows I, I wasn't able to attend. A couple. That's but a super
3: fan, right there. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was I was promised sandwich-based humor, and I, I delivered. And you delivered. Yeah. You delivered on multiple occasions. But um, th- I, the I can remember one wasn't well attended, but it was like there was a blizzard or something <laughs> You're so crazy. You had you
1: you had an excuse, yeah. or it was like right before Dream Cruise or something yeah. stupid. But they were great shows. They yeah, were they were. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the shows, and i so incredibly proud of what we did. Yeah. Um, I think I think it it for the people who saw it, they got their money's worth yeah. of entertainment. For the people who performed in it, I felt like we respected them as performers and what they were bringing to the show. Mm-hmm. And boy, what a range of people. all
3: over the map! Over the map, we yeah. had
1: some of the high in quality, but but well, we had some of the highest quality bits yeah. that have ever been. Yeah. Followed by people dancing in unitards, you know, like yeah, you had everything, and um, well, I think back uh, because 2016 is kind of when we were, that was the last year of it, yeah, yeah, and just how much creative output we, I mean, like we were talking every single day. I I feel like in 2016 because we were doing Snapchat. Yeah, we were doing Snapchat every day with Human Amusements. We, we were writing, writing a show. We were writing horseplay together, yeah. and we were doing <laughs> the, the variety the show. The variety show. So I have no idea how we kept that train on the tracks.
3: <laughs> you know, it's funny, because I think about the Snapchat thing, mm-hmm. I, and that was that was, a, that was fun.
2: There's so much fun. So many good ones. Yeah. There's
3: and it really was just sort of a shots on goal. Let's make a small movie every day.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, task. And I, I loved it. God, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. was F- so, a lot of work. That's so fun. much work. Yeah. So much work. But I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you. Um, because My pleasure. you're one of the funniest dudes I know. Well, you're one of the um, funniest dudes I know. Oh, thank you. And uh, I, just, uh, I just really appreciate you. So I just thought I would tell you face-to-face well, on a microphone you. for listeners. <laughs> Not in private where we could just... <laughs> Have a moment. <laughs> I wanted to make sure it was recorded. Yeah, you need... <laughs> so you knew it. <laughs> and they knew and it. You could listen to it in the future. Sure, sure. Chris Peterson, I respect you. This, and then the picture So of you. please don't kill anyone. <laughs> <laughs> if Wait, I, what? If I find out that you have John Wayne gacy people. <laughs> you're, you're set. You're safe. <laughs> you're,
3: it's very clear. <laughs> this is what you needed for the FBI. In case it, oh, do I have time?
1: Of course you do. Go ahead, go ahead.
3: Real quick. So, uh, serial killers. Yes. Uh, uh, Usually, yeah. I I hate the fact that I'm fascinated by them because a lot of people are. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, it's okay. So. I found out a fact about the movie The Exorcist, which I didn't know. Oh, about the serial killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I
0: just, I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was watching a made, like a, not a made for, uh, a, a making of thing about The Exorcist today, and they actually showed they the it. part. Well, no, yeah. they didn't. They didn't talk about. It. I knew about it, oh. and I saw the guy um, yeah. because it's in the part where well, I, Regan. Oh, yeah, no, go Yeah, ahead. yeah, go yeah ahead, go yes. Ahead. Okay.
3: So, uh, for whatever reason, I went down the rabbit hole, and you know, I I considered myself like okay, fairly knowledgeable about the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, all the stuff and like Ellen Burstyn getting hurt and all this yep, jazz yep, yep. and all that stuff, and and I was on the Wikipedia page. I don't even remember why. You knew this. I had never heard this mm-hmm. until today uh, when I read it. Uh, uh, they said in the scene where the girl is uh, having the the brain scan, mm-hmm. and they have a very graphic uh, uh, hospital procedure of, of yeah, where mother.
0: they're they're threading her um, her artery and the blood comes out. That's actually one of the scenes where. The most people got up and left. Yeah, was that scene?
3: Yeah, because it's really disturbing. It know? is. I mean, it's it's, 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 it's the most it's, realistic scene in the whole movie. Yeah, and in.
0: you're you're watching this girl undergo all this torture from medical science that can't help her get away from the torture of yeah. the devil. Yeah. So, uh, but it turns out, so these
3: were uh, real hospital technicians, you know, doing this, and uh, the radiology technician in it, uh, who has lines and is prominently shown. Uh, a couple years later, was a serial
0: killer. Yeah. Killed a bunch of women. If I uh, no, guys. Oh, guys. Because he was oh. uh, a,
3: a repressed homosexual. Oh. And he was preying on um, guys who would pick up at the bar. And in the late 70s in New York, especially, oh, Jesus. the police were not very yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. about pursuing those cases. They weren't. And there's, there's only one murder he was convicted for, but it's believed he killed six other men. Hmm. Yeah. And he is just this guy. Yep. Understand? There's the you know they had the screenshots of him, and he's this background figure, and it turned out he was a serial killer.
0: That's crazy. It, did, yeah. did you know that uh, the Ashton Kutcher was almost killed by a serial killer? No, he was dating a woman that was killed by a serial killer, and he was supposed to go to her house the night she was killed, and he was late, and he got there, and she wasn't answering the door, and he figured, well, she's just she's mad that I was late. And he went home. Whoa. She was dead on the kitchen floor. Jesus. Yeah.
3: So Whoa. So I want to make sure to end the podcast
1: with horrible, morbid stories. <laughs> well, let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was talking today about how much I
0: don't like true crime.
1: Yeah, I get. I
3: get. It's it's because it's a hard
0: thing to get behind because you know that these I, these are real people. Yeah, these yeah. are real That's people. That's where don't... I
1: get hung up. So yeah. I listened to Serial. Yeah. I made it one episode and I was like, this is a real person who died. Yeah. yeah. And it's for my voyeuristic Yeah. And are, I mean the people who proud are of it, but yeah. The people that's... who are doing it are trying to shine a light on the case, just like the Golden State killer, like right. yeah. you know, they, they, they tried to write a but what I found out um is what I do like is not the story of the serial killers, because like if I read about John Wayne Gacy, I just get sad. And I get disturbed. Yeah. 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 And And I just,
0: you have that weird, sick feeling. Right. Just like when I
1: read, like, you know, how he did it. And, and, you know, and he was like, he dressed up as the clown. And he was like, let me do a magic trick, put these handcuffs on. And he was like, that was the trick. Like, you're fucked. And it's like, oh, Jesus. Like, that makes me ill. Yeah. But what I do like, because I'm, one of my main strengths is positivity, according yes. to Gallup StrengthsFinder, it is, um, which I've taken. It's a big thing for us at work. Okay. My thoughts are my own. Um,
0: <laughs> I have the book on my desk right now. My thoughts are my own.
1: <laughs> is, um, Not me, baby. I'm owned by everybody. <laughs> is, I'm fascinated by the police work. Yes. Yeah. Not the murderers. Right. So I just listened to a podcast just called Without Fail... And it has the story of the police chief who got 90% of the way to capturing the Golden State killer. Oh, wow. And it's his story of, hey, wait a minute. These murders are very similar to these murders. Right. Okay. And he was a detective at the time. Let me call this area... And see what we can do, because we have some DNA. They might have some DNA. Fuck, we have different DNA systems. California won't let us go forward until we both have the same system. Oof. Years go by, he gets promoted, but he can't let it go. Right. Mm-hmm. Now they have the same systems, so they can run it. Yeah. And it's just like how... And then they hit another brick wall. Yeah, and they had to wait five years, Jeez, and then they Jesus. got this. And the way that they found him was got like twenty three and me. Yes, or they twenty three yes, and meet him. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and they were looking for people with his DNA who came to California from the East Coast. Yeah, and that's how they found him. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. And he talks about like he was he. Tracked him. Yeah. He found him. He found when he was fired from the police force. When he was fired from the police force, he threatened the the sergeant or whoever was in control, mm-hmm. whoever fired him, threatened him. He had a daughter. Um, his daughter said that there's somebody outside. He went out with a gun, The uh, the police chief, and... He ran, mm-hmm. but he was like same fucking mo. Same. Mm-hmm. This is the guy. This is a hundred percent the guy. And this, this detective who had been working, and now it had been worked all the way up to like, you know, chief uh, of some sort. chief yeah, yeah. of chief department, was like, I helped get the DNA evidence, or I, you know, I helped everything. I helped get it as far as I could. The last thing I did is I got the DNA evidence. And I had to retire the next day. <laughs> yeah. And he got a phone call in like a Olive Garden or something like that. <laughs> he's with his wife, retired, and she sees his wife sees it on his face. Yeah. She's like, "What is it?" And he's like, "They got him." I can't tell you. Mm. Oh, oh shit! Because it wasn't.
0: Oh, it wasn't public yet.
1: Right. But he got the call like. It's a match. It's him.
0: Oh, Jesus. Wow.
1: It's him. And it's like that part yeah. gets me. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, so, you never watched Mindhunter or anything like that? I want to see Mindhunter. It's be- great. Oh, it's great. It's th- amazing. Oh, man. The, uh, the guy who plays. Uh, I know who you're talking about, the
1: killer in the.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I loved the first season of True Detective. I thought oh, the first it was season. Great. I know that you it's, have an HBO thing.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's oh, it's pathetic. <laughs> We're not even going to get into it. I, I, I have not seen True Detective. Is the oh. short answer. But uh yeah, I love Mind Hunter. Oh,
0: no, the, it's, the, it's the oh, god, Ed Edwin or Edmund the, the 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 killer that was in California. Who the guy like pumps for information by bringing him sandwiches yeah. and stuff. Have you ever seen interviews with the actual killer? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's worth... We'd definitely watch
1: it.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's, it it's great. And they, they focus... Be, it's
0: another one of those, I have to be in the right headspace. They focus way more on the detective work than they there's, do on the killers. Yeah,
3: there's only... The only real violence or gore is in the very first scene of the first episode. And after that, there's none. It gets creepy at times. Yeah, well, yeah. I I, I watched it like definitely the, gets creepy.
1: The deposition
0: of the guy who killed his mom. Yeah, that's that's the, um, the guy that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the, that part's crazy, yeah. Um, but I'm I. I hope they do season two. They're supposed to be I mean, because I, I like they set up through the entire season. BTK, yeah. And like as soon as I saw the first couple like things, they were they were leaving. It was like, oh, this got to be BTK. <laughs> what I heard. What I heard is the
3: second season's gonna jump ahead a little bit and uh, concentrate on the um, Atlanta child killings. From the seventies, so oh wow, I should not sound like such a fan when I say that no but, I no, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, but I like, you saw it on my face it was yeah. like, oh shit no, I'm the same way and i i'm I am i am on the same page. it's like I don't like that I'm voyeuristic about it, but I am well, no, I can't and, deny and, and,
0: it. and yeah. i I'm I'm not voyeuristic about it at least I don't I don't I don't think I'm and, and like I, am. Wh- oh. I i I don't know I mean like i I can't speak for you, but like when I hear about those things. The cases are fascinating. They are, and how they caught the people. To to Matt's point, how they caught the people is fascinating. Yeah, and like when there are cold cases that are cold for years, for decades, and then they get them. Yeah, like I, I wish that they could find the Oakland County child killer. Ooh, yeah, because that's been unsolved for decades since basically since we were kids. Yeah, it's been unsolved. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, shit. What, the, they, they found the one body, you know, 10 miles from here, yeah. if that. I mean, it, it's just... So Mindhunter really was an interesting thing. And when, and when yeah. I hear them talking about cases that I'm familiar with, yeah. or, like, you know, that they're going to make a movie about H.H. H. Holmes, I mean, that's a fascinating case. It's terrible, and the guy was a real piece of shit. Yeah. But it, it's a... F- fascinating thing that really happened and for the for the i mean it's it's weird to say it's a good for view. the victims to to get time like where you always hear about John Wayne Gacy how often do you hear about his victims yeah and this is a chance to humanize those victims and to say hey this was a person who had a life that was cut short by this terrible person you know and
3: no, I voyeuristic is probably not a good way to put it. I mean, yeah, it's Well,
2: I, think I think, some people are. I think some people are.
1: Yeah, I, and I, I, I that's the thing. I think with podcasting as such a powerful <laughs> medium, the way that some of them let you in, yeah, isn't clinical. It's I'm interested in this too. You know, right, I, right, right. that's yeah, like that's what I feel a little Yeah. You know, like, Serial was very clinical about it. They were like, this is the murder case we're examining. Yeah. And these are the series of interviews that we've done about it. Yeah. But some of them are very much just like, here's the new facts we've got about. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, no, I don't. That, you know, I didn't like making a murderer. I didn't like, I don't like a lot of it. I like the police work. And I think it's because of positivity. I like the idea of the people that are trying to bring about justice, yes, that are trying to give those families just a little bit of closure,
0: right. So I, I, I see it kind of um, where i I have a, you know, a, a different perspective than you do on positivity. but i when I hear about that stuff, I kind of see that as, those are the specks of light in the dark. Right. That, th- Like it's, it's the end of true detective where Russ, uh, rust and, uh, fuck, I blank, I'm blanking on uh Woody Harrelson's character's name, but the the two are talking and that's when Woody Harrelson's character, I'm just ruining the, yeah, so, no, point. totally fine. do Um, Don't worry where they're talking about like how he's seeing the darkness in the pinpricks of light and rust is saying you're looking at it all wrong where I used to see the darkness with the pinpricks of light. And now I'm seeing the pinpricks of light bursting out of the dark. Right? So there are serial killers. There are bad people. There are rapists. There are all these people and there are people trying to find them and stop them. And so, yeah, there are people that just want to hear the gory details these are the people that used to get the penny dreadfuls. These are the people that used to focus on the murder and not the victims. Mm. And there are people out there that are focused on getting justice for those victims. And I think that it's just the approach you take mm. in your interest that that matters. And I don't see you taking that approach. And I don't see you taking that approach. No, no. Um, and I, I definitely don't take that approach because it... It, like it's weird it makes me jittery if i if i watch a documentary or if i listen to a podcast or whatever about that stuff like it it sets me on edge because i know that those people are out there right. and i know that no matter how hard the people are that are trying to stop them they're going to they're still going to be victims in between yeah right because they and, have like
1: they have to make the mistakes.
0: Yep, they have to make the mistakes to get them caught. Um and like I I watched a documentary about the the guy that caught Jeffrey Dahmer. And the like he ended up sympathizing with them because Jeffrey Dahmer was a pathetic person. And he he had to like emotionally connect with him to get him to confess and to get him to give all the details and they ended up actually empathizing with him a little bit because Jeffrey Dahmer was like I said he was a pathetic human being and it doesn't and the the guy actually got, got a divorce from his wife and stuff because his wife was like how can you be empathizing with this guy who's a monster and he was like it's not that simple but he still he still got him he still put him behind bars got some semblance of justice for the families of the victims victims, but i mean it was just it was it was one of those documentaries Mm -hmm. where like afterward i got jittery Mm -hmm. and just thinking about it now like yeah it's a little little, squirrely yeah it's, it's a little jittery but well, person. let's see if this makes us feel better. I was going to check it. Wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll, we'll do it after.
1: I think I get it now. There we go. You can get in contact with us at Matters Pod on Twitter and Facebook. I'm at Matt Nos on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula. And thank you so much for joining us again, thank Chris. You thank you. And we will see you all on the next episode of Matters, Matters. The Stray. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all. That matters.
0: (laughs) It was a good try. It was a a solid
1: try.